Welcome back to Dog Den Sports Season 2, Episode 2, and man, do we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, Jim, we do. Got a lot to talk about. Um, although the football season might be over, doesn't doesn't mean the football stops footballing. Alright, I mean, free agency gets a little wild, you know. I mean, you guys know our specialty. This This is no joke. Yeah. A lot happened. I think we got to start off with uh, Aaron Rodgers signs that contract. Four years, but we don't know the details of his contract because Aaron Rodgers denied the details of his contract, but he did confirm that he is going back to Green Bay. Yeah, four years, 200 mil. We know that, too. He's the highest paid player in NFL history. Um, no one saw this coming, I don't think. They had to throw him the bag just so so Devontae would stay one more year. I don't I don't even know. I mean I mean Devontae got franchise tagged, but Devontae I don't think Devontae's gonna wanna play on a franchise tag for a year, on a franchise tag salary. He uh he's obviously the best receiver in football and is probably gonna want some more money. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that situation plays out. The only because. way I see this playing out is either he, Le'Veon Bells, sits out until he gets the money he wants. I don't think he'll sit out. I don't think so either. I think he's going to give this the final ride one last shot with Aaron. And I you know, last year was the final ride. Yeah, we all did. But, you know, they both want that ring. They both want it bad. Yeah, but are they going to get it in Green Bay? No, they should Not as long teams. as the 49ers are in the, are in the NFC. Or they the, ain't getting past them. Or the New York Football Giants. You know we have a no. We have a history no. of doing well in NFC championships. No. Mhm. No. Mhm. You guys couldn't even make it to the playoffs if you're like dependent on it. Well, we're making it this year. Delusional, ladies and gentlemen. Delusion. I think this it's bold. Is, this I think is, it's bold. Is Dog Dan Jimmy going crazy at 18? I don't know. Is he losing his memory, his brain? Is he absolutely falling off his rocker? Probably. I'm, st- I'm still rocking, dude. Say, saying stuff like that, I mean, honestly, I might have to just cut our partnership because it just sounds goofy. You signed, you signed the contract. And hey, at least when I say stuff about the Niners, it's true. I'm actually going through this rare treatment where um, you forget all New York football giant memories in like the past five years. So I'm dating it back to the boat. I'm I'm past last year, and you you just do you want me to refresh you? No, no, please don't. All right, here's a quick summary. (laughs) I don't know how to say this without using profanity. They stink and stink, and they have stink and stinked (laughs) for the last five years, and it's been hard to watch. I mean, who knows? Maybe within the next twenty years to fix what Dave Gettleman did. What what he managed to mess up so bad. I mean, really, just Giants have been put in a terrible position from Dave Gettleman. They're going to have to work hard to bounce back from that. I mean, you're playing Kenny G the bag right now. Don't know why. Maybe he'll get utilized we next year. We didn't use him last year. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all changing this year. It starts in the front office, and we, we took care of that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're now the New York football giant Bills. 
And once Mitch Trubisky comes in, we'll be more like the Bills. Until we have Josh Patrick Allen. Well, Stefan Diggs. Mitch Trubisky is easily one of the best quarterbacks in football, as we know this. And the fact that he doesn't have a starting job yet is... I like I mean, to use the word blasphemy. Yeah. I mean, Mitch is going to... He's going to take over for Danny Dimes. But, you know, all of this is besides the point of what we were talking about, which we're done with the Packers. I mean, who cares? Whatever. Aaron Rodgers got a lot of money. But... I think the news that everyone was talking about a couple of days ago was the Russell Wilson trade to the Broncos. And who won and who lost? I don't know. I don't think anyone necessarily won. I think the Seahawks had to make that trade to make up for the Jamal Adams trade they made when they traded away their future. Now they got some of their future back. They got two first-rounders. They got Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. So they got they Two got three. first round and second. So they got the Seahawks got some stuff. They gave up Russ in, in like a third or something. And I think the Broncos it gives them a shot in that stack division that they're in. And yeah, it's it's definitely gonna give them a shot to compete with the Chiefs and the Chargers. Although the Chargers are letdowns every year, so they'll probably finish above them. You know, the Chiefs are obviously gonna be good. I mean, we could be looking at another uh, Peyton Manning story with Denver. Yeah. You never know. Um, I mean, he, what, he went one on the Colts? Yeah, one on the Colts, one on the Broncos. Russ got one, one on the Seahawks. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But the real question is, can Russ still cook? I. That's why I'm, this is why I don't think the Broncos are going to pan out, because they're going to start 4-0. Everyone's going to think they're the shit. Started off 3-0 and last year. Everyone thought they were the shit. Okay, but last year Russ got hurt, and it was his thumb, and he had to get surgery. Think about years prior to the let Russ cook. Yeah, they always start out hot, whatever. They're, they're but, above, they were, he's But a, this is not Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. Pete Carroll's a good coach. No, Pete Carroll's not a good coach. You're fucking, you're freaking, you're stupid, Jimmy. You're stupid. Pete Carroll's not a good coach. He doesn't do anything. He's a, he like he's a players coach. He's a good players coach. Like the people love him, but he's not like a football mastermind, like ultra, like all time coach. He's just not. He's not. He got. He's good at drafting. He's good at. He's got a good eye for the players. I mean, he drafted some of the best players of this decade, and but they only won one Super Bowl. Every coach has their strengths and weaknesses. I think Pete Carroll is a good coach, borderline great coach. No, standing on the sideline and clapping doesn't make you a good coach, Jimmy. Yes, but when you chew gum all game, it does. No, all right, whatever, dude. Maybe we'll make an Instagram post if you guys think Pete Carroll is a good coach. Obviously, he has a good resume, but he's. I, mean, I don't know. I might. I might just be a hater. I might be a hater. I'm not calling him a bad coach. I'm just not saying he's a great coach. He's not He's not some kind of John Madden, Vince Lombardi. Like, he's just not. He's not. He's not a Bill Belichick. I'm not saying he's, like, one of the greatest coaches of all time. I'm saying for in the league right now, he's not a below-average coach. I mean, we'll see what he does with a subpar team. Him and Drew Locke? 
I don't know. Who knows who their quarterback's going to be? It's probably not going to be Drew Locke. They'll probably draft someone now. I mean, they just they just traded away their quarterback for the last 11 years. So who, who knows what the Seahawks are going to do. But I, I think the Broncos, it's a good look for them. I think, I think Russ will cook in Denver. I think the end of last season when he was playing terrible, hope, hopefully that was a fluke. But I will say, if anyone knows how good Russell Wilson is, it's me. I watched him cook my Niners twice a year for the for basically the last like ten years, and it's um, it's not fun. So now he's out of the division, and guess what? So is Bobby Wagner too, staying with the Seahawks. Released, Bobby Wags released by the Seahawks. I mean, that day it was just fantastic for 49ers fans. You see Russ go, nightmares about Russ. You, oh, oh, and then Bobby Wags. He's gone. It's done. Legion of Boom, that whole team, everything that that team was, is gone. It's done. It's yeah. wrapped. It's it's over. None of them. No, it's they're gone. all they're, they're all, all gone. gone. They're all gone. Bobby Wags was the last, and so was Russ. So it's just, it's done. It's done. The Seahawks are done. They might win one or two games next year. I mean, who knows what else they're gonna do to blow up and go full rebuild after a very disappointing season last year. But Bobby Wagner, I mean, whoever gets him is is getting a like a, a consistent All Pro player. So it's easy. I can you know, shake things up around the league. Maybe, uh, maybe Richard Sherman gets on the phone. I mean, Sherman doesn't even have a job. Well, either he could be like, "Hey, the Bay's awesome. You should go there." He could be like, "He could be like, open up, open the door." Richard Sherman, get it? You never seen that video? Him banging on the door when he got arrested? Oh, oh, no, I haven't seen it. You haven't no. seen that video? No. Dude, he's like running into the door. Like, there's no way you haven't seen that. Look it up right now. I bet I don't know. I thought everyone in the world has seen that. I I probably have. I just can't remember it. How? That's all I think about when I think about Richard Sherman now. Things scarred me. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready for your first day at a new job? Turn it Time down. For some pump-up music. I want, them to, hear, I want, the, I want them to hear Richard Sherman. Okay. It's like copyright. Just wait for it. <laughs> so if you ever play Madden and you know what a hit stick is, Richard Sherman did that to the door about five times in that video. Yeah, he was trying to he was trying to bust that thing down, and didn't get it down. Did not get the door. What's down. What's the story behind that? Why was he trying to get in the house? He was just like shit drunk, and I don't know. Like his wife and him were fighting. And he like wanted to talk or something. I don't know. It was bad, dude. It was it was Richard Sherman's such a good guy, and he's always had a great reputation around the league as being a good person. And that was just shocking for everyone to hear back when that happened. Four point too. Yeah, really smart guy out of Stanford. But hey, I mean, everyone everyone has their, has their bad weekend. Everyone weekends, has their bad moments, and you know, 
when you have the spotlight spotlight like that, you know, some just bad, get caught on camera bad with mo- the ring camera. <laughs> your bad moments are gonna be out there. Shout out Morgan Wallen with the ring camera. Yeah, I mean, yikes. But that's that, you know, Bobby Wags already drawn interest from the Niners, the Cardinals and the Rams. Wouldn't be surprised if he stays in the in the division there. But yeah, that's crazy. The, the whole the whole Seahawks organization just blown up, shot to shreds. So they're they're going to be tanking for the foreseeable future, which is just great to hear. In other news, Carson Wentz gone. Commanders to the Commanders, and the Colts got a like four draft picks in like each different round. Yeah, they didn't get too much for them. They got no. a second and a third, but if you draft well, and the Colts do draft pretty well, it's uh. It's good. It's gonna it's gonna play for them. And but here we are. I mean, the Colts quarterback carousel keeps going on. Different starter for the last five years. So we'll see who they run it with this year. If they can, uh, I mean, they got so much talent on that team. A great defense, great run game, great all line, solid weapons. Anyone, any quarterback wouldn't dislike going there. So, I mean, if the Colts can get someone decent at quarterback, who knows if they're going to go young in the draft or try to sign someone, maybe make a trade, something maybe like Eason. that. Maybe they just go with Jacob Eason. Who knows? Or try to get Trubisky or Mariota off the market. You know? Yeah. Who knows? But, I mean, the Colts definitely got some decisions to make. Um, a, lot of, a lot of other stuff going on in the NFL. What else here? Chargers extend Mike Williams. Three years, I'm pretty sure. Three years is 60 mil. A lot of people thought he was going to sign somewhere. Ended up staying in L.A. I think that's pretty interesting. I mean, he obviously had that really hot start to the season where he was just going off and then quieted down a little bit, but the talent's there. I would have... It would have been interesting to see him in, in like a number one receiver role somewhere else, maybe. I don't know, but looks like he wants to stay in L.A. with the fanless Chargers. Jordan Hicks gets released. He had a great year last year for the Cardinals. But they got they got some young linebackers back there. I mean, they drafted David Collins last year. They're looking to develop him. So they released him, freed up some cap. Um, what else? I know that, I mean, there's some other, like, scrubs. You know, the Jimmy G rumors are still going around. We'll see. We'll maybe, see where he gets traded in the upcoming week. Maybe probably. he'll go to the Colts. You never know. But uh, everyone thinks he's landing at the Steelers. I think he's going to the Steelers. Yeah. Um, and I don't see the Steelers being successful. Really? I don't. I think the Steelers have a great team. I think they could. I think they could be successful. And I think Jimmy G's a winning quarterback. I think They'll Jimmy G's him. a winning quarterback. I think Juju Smith will not be the same without Big Ben or without the receiving core. I think Juju Ch- didn't even play last I year. Know, I know. I don't think Chase Clay Chase Claypool is Chase Claypool. Yeah, but I Red don't know. Red targets. Here's the thing with Jimmy G. He is a he is a field general. He's a leader. He's going to come in. He's going to be good for the organization right away. He's going to do good things. Mike Tomlin's a winning coach. He's never had a losing season. Jimmy G's a winning quarterback. I think you pair them together. They're going to have a pretty solid season. Maybe make a little bit of a run in the playoffs. That's what I think. I a think run yeah, in I the think, playoffs? I think, a, I think, think about that defense. I mean, they're loaded. Loaded. Just everything went wrong for them last year. And I think... Uh, and they did still make the playoffs. I think you give them... 
you give them a, a solid, consistent, relatively consistent quarterback like Jimmy G and pair him with Mike Tomlin, I think they're bound, bound for some success, and I'd love to see that fit. I'd love to see the Niners trade him there. So. Well, you, you do have a little draw on me, especially now thinking about their division. Yeah. I mean, We're, anything can go. It's a strong division. I, I still think, like, after playing against basically three playoff teams every year, for Jimmy G. He's going to go do that in uh, the AFC, though. Well, the Browns. The Ravens, the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals. I just, I don't see the Ravens. I don't like the Ravens. I never I think do. the Ravens are going to be good. I think they're overrated. They won with Lamar, though. Lamar got hurt, and yeah, Tyler Huntley came in and did a great job, but they weren't winning games. They were, they were almost winning games, but they weren't winning them. They were the one seed, like, the whole first half of the year. I know. With the crippled team. Think about all the people who got hurt preseason. J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Peters. Are they all going to come back and be the same guys? Probably. I mean, with the recovery and all this stuff. I mean, Nick Bosa came back off a torn ACL and dropped 15 sacks, first in the league in TFLs, first with pressures. And you don't. Think then again, the, that's Nick Bosa. You don't think the Bengals are coming into the season overhyped? No, I think they are. I dude, that's a strong division though. I think you're you're underestimating. It's, I'm not it a lot. underestimating. I never said it was an easy division. I'm just saying it's. It is a step down from the NFC West. Yeah, you could say that. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I just think the Steelers could be really strong with Jimmy G. Um, I think it's a shot in the dark. Whatever. You were agreeing with me a second ago. Now it's I'm, a shot in the dark. No, I'm going back to my... You made a good point, but I still think it's a shot in the dark. I could see it crash and burn. I couldn't. Nothing's going to crash and burn with Jimmy Garoppolo. What you get with Jimmy G... Like, what you see is what you get. He's not, like, some diva, you know. There are certain people that could, like, come into an organization and shake things up, and there's some people that are just pure professionals and are just going to come in, do their job, be a leader, be a field general. That's what he will do. I've no – that's why there's such a draw with him because he, he comes from New England as a backup, comes in, just takes over, instant leader right away. We go 6-0 and to end the season with Jimmy G just like that. I mean, he's that – professional in that he knows he knows what he's doing so i think that's why wherever he goes but i think the steelers are a perfect fit for him but you don't want him anymore jimmy g yeah no it's trey lance or tom brady time <laughs> you're not getting tom brady tom, if tom brady they, they're i'm telling you right now you you may think i look so i'm telling you right now the rumors are already going around and they probably were started by me because the second that dude retired, I called it. I said he was coming to the Niners. But the rumors are starting to heat up a little bit, saying that the Tom Brady to the Niners rumors are heating up. He doesn't want to be divorced. I, he wants to play for the Niners real bad. Always has, always will. I don't know if he can call it quits until he puts on the red and gold. Well, so, he does have a lot of California love. If he does go anywhere, it's going to be to the Niners. I'm just but saying. I don't think he's coming out of retirement. There's a very solid chance that it happens. Then why would he? I, I just don't get Cause just why, play a guy, for the Bucks anymore. why a guy like that would announce retirement and not his contract was up. I know, but it doesn't matter. Retiring's fun. He's going he's gonna to have a great time this summer. But I mean. When the time comes after the Bucks get their guy, all this would happen after the Bucks get their guy. Once the Bucks get a QB, then Tom Brady's going to be free to do whatever he wants and really start 
looking around, but until the Bucks get a quarterback right now, their quarterback list, I don't think they plan on starting Kyle Trask. No. So, Bruce Arians, though, the genius he is, says he is in the running. Yeah, whatever. Bruce Arians sucks at his job. Yeah, that's sarcasm. I know. Um, that's that. Whatever. Don't talk about Jimmy G. Mitch, talked about a little bit earlier, potential landing spots, the Giants, maybe Saints. the Colts. Maybe the Saints. I think the Saints should keep Jameis. But now we're talking maybe Jameis to the Steelers, maybe Jameis here, Jameis there. I mean, the quarterback carousel is going around. Maybe Jameis to the, I mean, to the Seahawks. Now they have an opening. The Bucks have an opening. Jameis oh, back, to the, back to the Bay. Oh, my God. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of craziness going around. But, I mean, the two biggest quarterbacks that were – out besides Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson have already found their new home and or are staying home. So there's all these like middle level guys like Mariota and Trubitsky who can go out there and do a solid job, maybe win some games here and there on a good team. I think they're mid level guys now, but I think both they both got pushed out by their franchises. Yeah. And you never know with a second chance. Yeah. I, I got to be a strong believer of both those boys. I never thought they should be out of the league. Oh, I mean, they never were out of the league. Well, they got pushed out of a starting job. They shouldn't have been yeah. pushed out of a starting yeah, job. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I mean, Mariota got bumped out by Tannehill, who at the time was playing amazing, and then and then they signed him to this fat contract, and you look what he did last year. And Oh, my God. And you got to feel for the Titans a little bit. That could go down as a big mistake. Now I they're kind of cuffed. So, I want Mariota to go out and just, like, give the biggest F you to the Titans. Yeah. So there's all that going around. Who else? Some, a lot of notable people got released because of cap. There's there's some studs out on the free. I mean, Titans just, just released Roger Saffold, Pro Bowl guard. I mean, he's been so solid. And just to clear up, clear up cap. So that's tough. The Commanders released Landon Collins. Hasn't been too good, and he's he, getting up there. He was still acting like he was as good as he was on the Giants. He's not, and he could not agree to a a um, restructured contract. So now he's out of a job. He'll probably get signed, but he all he might not. I don't know. Cap is tight. Players are getting paid more. They did increase the salary cap. It's like twenty million higher or something like that, which everyone loves to hear. Yeah, but the MLB can't agree on a simple pay. Yeah. Also, Trey Flowers gets gets released from Detroit. Very That's a big one. Very above average edge rusher. Edge rusher, pretty good in the run. Um. You know, was a professional in Detroit. He'll he'll have a job waiting for him somewhere. He's a little injury riddled, but Trey Flowers, very talented player. He'll go get after it somewhere, and he could have a, a big season next year wherever he is. Oh my God! Syracuse might beat Duke right now. What's the score? I don't know. Seventy-eight, seventy-seven. Four minutes left in the second. All right. Well, we're going to transition to college basketball right now, um, and we're going to start with Syracuse over a huge <laughs> win against Florida State yesterday. Yeah. Let's let's just let's just talk some college basketball. I mean, now. that was Syracuse hasn't played like that all year, but you know. They're coming it, around. Guess guess what month it is. It's March. It's March. And now they're down one to Duke. Wow. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get this live up here for um, me and Doc and Jimmy. 
I gotta download the ESPN app right now. And the one seed Providence is tied with Butler with three minutes left at MSG. See these conference tournaments, man, they're fun. I'll tell ya. I'm a big fan <laughs> of these. I mean, you know, the sixty four team March Madness tournament is great and all. But these the co- conference tournaments get a little rowdy. I mean, oh. we didn't even talk about Brian Brawl. Oh, my God. Okay, the Brian Brawl. This is going Oh, down UNC in is ranked. Wow. Let's go. The, Finally put some respect on our name. The BB, the Brian Brawl against Wagner. Peter Kiss leading the Bryant Bulldogs in Smithfield, Rhode Island. Almost up 40 going into the second half. Peter Kiss, by the way. Leading scorer in the and, nation. As, yeah. In the nation, averaging 25. And this is this game. is just a slaughterhouse to win the NEC. I mean, Bryant, Bryant came oh, in with in, bad intentions. And, you know, the Wagner fans, Bryant probably had over 3,000 students there. Oh, Bryant packed it in for a small school. It is a small gym. They packed that gym in, and it gets loud in there. I mean, they packed it in, and then some words are flying around, and you got you got. Wagner players trying to get at the Bryant fans. You got Wagner fans, this tiny little sliver of Wagner fans. They barely had any room. Probably 164th of the state. Yeah, sprinting and, and throwing in. A whole brawl comes out between the student sections. The game was delayed for like 45 minutes. It was it was unreal to say the least. And, yeah, it was, it was really something else. Yeah, but Bryant... Punched their ticket to their first ever NCAA, NCAA yeah. tournament, March Madness. We'll be seeing them in March. That'll be exciting stuff. Really exciting. But, um, yeah, and, you know, we're also welcome back. Sister Jean, who's still alive. Still alive. I think she's 102 now. Yeah. She had her 100th birthday when I dropped, uh... When I dropped my brother off there, because he goes to school there. Really? And um, we went to her birthday party in the library. I want to know what it's all awesome to see her. Going to be back at March. And Gonzaga, St. Mary's. St. Mary's put up a good fight, but it's hard to beat Gonzaga twice. Gonzaga takes the tournament. We'll be seeing both of those teams in March. Oh, 100%. St. Mary's is a good team. We got Syracuse. Up one now on Duke, 79-78 with 2.57 remaining. We got Wendell Carter on the line. Um, This is exciting. Oh, my God. I would love to see Duke go down. You guys know why. But hopefully we don't jinx it by turning on a whole lot of college basketball stuff. I also want to – I'm going to bring an upset into this that a lot of people didn't know happened Hmm? in the MAC conference. What happened? Iona. The 22-5 and five team went down to Ryder in the first round. Wow. Iona's always representing the MAC in the tournament, too. And, you know, they still they could get a bubble bid just because they did beat Alabama when they were ranked 10th, and they had big wins throughout the season. But, you know, in a conference like the MAC, if you don't... you got to win that tournament. you got to win the tournament. you got to win that. So, tough... Tough beans for Iona there. Also, Xavier. Xavier, they were like, oh, Xavier's going to be in the tournament. Nah. Why would Xavier ever be in the tournament? They were they were going to be an 11 seed. They were projected How? They were projected 11 seed because they were 17 and 10. They were a good yeah. team. And then they How? blew it at the end of the season, and they lost to Butler in overtime last night. And so that that obviously puts them out. 
Yeah, I mean, you think about the Big East teams that are going to be representing. You obviously have Providence. UConn, Nova. UConn, Nova. And then after that, Marquette it's all. And Creighton. You got Marquette. You think Creighton's going to be in I it? I think Creighton's going to be in it. That might be five teams. That might be a big showing from the from the Big East, from the ACC. You got Duke. UNC is making a run. If they, if they can make a run in this tournament, if they beat Virginia tonight, you know, maybe maybe win or all, they could be they could be looking at all of a sudden a five seed or maybe a four seed when they're before the Duke game a projected ten seed. And you could just see just like that, you know, March comes around and teams start to cook. Um, Notre Dame might make it in. Wake Forest. I think Notre Dame's gonna be in Wake Forest. Wake they Forest went down, down last to BC. Night. Lost to BC, the five seed in the ACC tournament goes down to the 12. Boston College strung one together. And Wake Forest had the ACC player of the year. I, I can't lie, I have not watched many Wake Forest games this year. I know they're a solid team. And clearly, apparently, they had the ACC player of the year, which Armando Baycott deserved so blatantly. Didn't get it. Whatever. I'll get over it one day. I'll get over it with a national championship from my Tar Heels. Buddy Beheim. Oh! Board. Speaking about <laughs> yes. speaking about speaking about Shoreline Buddy, congrats on your uh ECC championship. Yeah, congrats. Uh, yeah. What else you got from college basketball, Jim? Just typing an email right now. Real professional. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, I was at the Big East tournament last night, Dog Den John. Oh, were you? I Saw mean, the Johnnies play DePaul. And you know, Johnny's probably played the best game I've seen them play all year. Not not in person, but like on TV too. Oh wow. That's Julian uh, Champagny, if you don't know his name, you will. Twenty two in the first, finished with twenty six because he didn't even have to play in the second. Gotta save the legs for Nova tonight. Oh yeah. And like I said, um, Butler Butler won, came back against um against Xavier and then Seton Hall had a barn burner against uh Georgetown because Patrick Ewing likes to show up at the garden, but it did not pan out and Georgetown did not win a conference game this year after winning the conference tournament last year. Yeah, that's uh Oh my God! Syracuse is choking. I knew we shouldn't turn it on. That's over. Well, Duke's gonna Duke's gonna take this one, guys. Um, That's on Dog Down John. Hate to see it. Yeah, I mean, Cuse is just hucking up threes right now. Can't can't throw a bucket of water into the ocean right now. Absolutely brutal. Hate to see it, but yeah, I mean, Dog Den Jimmy popped out. Johnny's played their first first good game this year with Dog Den Jim in the in the crowd, so you'll love to see that. They they're gonna have a chance to upset Nova. Maybe I wasn't the bad luck charm. Maybe you were the bad luck charm. No, not possible. You did bring the energy to the games. I have to be. I did, and I just, I just don't think St. John's is upsetting Duke five years ago without, without Doctor John. That's true. That's true. I totally forgot about that. It, this is on Jacob, our temp. Yeah. God. Goddamn temp. Always, Be better. Always messing everything up. I feel like we should talk about. 
like the SEC a little bit, you know. I haven't looked at their conference tournament yet. They, I'm being unprofessional. Neither have I. You know, they got got a lot of talent in the SEC. Obviously, you're going to have – they've had a great year. Obviously, Auburn, Kentucky are going to be some high seeds. So is Tennessee. All three of those teams have been ranked all year. Arkansas is having a good season. Bama will be in it, but, I mean, I just don't – I don't like Bama that much. I think they're too – I think they're overrated. Yeah, they're definitely. a little streaky. Um, not much going on in that tournament yet. None of the big teams are playing. No no chances for upsets. I'm excited for the UConn-Seton Hall game. I think Seton Hall, they always play well at the Garden. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just hate UConn with so much passion. Yeah. It's just, oh, they annoy me. And Butler's up three on Prov with a minute 20 left. Wow. Wow, that's electric. The one seed in the Big East and the I think the ninth team in the nation. Yeah. We've got a lot of talent coming out of the Pac-12 this year. I mean, the Pac-12 has been really solid lately. you got Arizona ranked second in the country. you got UCLA started out ranked first in the country. Had some injury problems. But, you know, I mean, UCLA, they had that magical run last year. We'll see what they can do this year in the tournament. Can I, can I be bold? Be bold. USC is winning the Pac-12. You think USC is going to win the Pac-12? I think USC is going to win the Pac-12. They got a matchup today against Washington um, at 11.30 p.m. You know, that's oh, that, I'll be up for that. That's that West Coast time right there. You know, you got Stanford, Arizona today this at is, like 3. This, so. is, this is the time of year where me and Dog Dan John don't get a lot of sleep because, you know, you always get reeled into those games. Always get reeled into them. They're so fun to watch too. So, you know, we love March Madness. We love we love college basketball. It's really gonna start to heat up as these um, conference tourneys reach to the quarters and semis. And, and just it's just exciting. Just a few notes on the NBA. You know, um, Mavs are really hot right now. Yeah, stayed hot. Stay hot. Um, they lost to the Knicks, though. The Knicks are heating up, and you yeah. never know. Julius Randle had 46 the other night. The Sixers and Embiid and Harden still look scary. Embiid had like a 43-point double-double. Kyrie had 50 last night against the Hornets. Maybe that was two nights ago. can't remember. Kyrie just put on an absolute clinic. We've got, we've got some big scoring nights. These uh, Tatum is on fire. The Celtics are rolling. I hate to say it, but the Celtics are all of a sudden looking pretty scary. And um, you know, um, yeah. as much as I hate to say it, the Lakers might just have had a win to kickstart them. Well, against the Warriors? Against the Warriors. They just lost again. They <laughs> lost last night? Yeah. To who? I don't know, like the Hornets or something. Oh, that's they horrible. Suck. Yeah. I thought LeBron dropping 56. No. And, you know, they need to bench Russell Westbrook. They lost to the – oh, no. It get, it's worse. They lost to the Rockets last night in OT. I forgot. Bad, bad stuff right there. Jalen Green goes for 32. Just rough. Tough stuff. Um, dude, the Heat um, just went down to the Suns. That was a potential NBA Finals matchup is what they were calling it. 
which I could see it. I could see the Heat making it to the finals. I could also see the Suns going back, but they uh, they didn't stand a chance last night with no Jimmy Butler. So, yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler uh, was congested, so he couldn't play. And Kyrie showed us that he still got it. Yeah. Tatum goes for 44 last night. Unreal. I mean, Tatum right now is playing the best basketball I've ever seen him play. He's unreal right now. He he has these streaks, though, where he gets really, really hot, and then he gets cold, which, be, which is everyone. but Could be the wrong time, though, as we always talk that's about, what I, getting I think hot it's at the wrong, wrong time. time. Um, nothing else that notable as of late. Other than the Hornets, dude, the Hornets are just getting peace, dude. They got 44 dropped on them last night, two nights ago. They get 50 piece by Kyrie. I mean, they need some defense over there in Charlotte ASAP. And uh, that game against the Nets was huge because that, that's the eight and the nine seed right there, both fighting for, for a playoff spot. I mean, obviously, the both of them are probably going to be in the play-in, but that could be a matchup we see there. And if they don't find someone to guard Kyrie the next time they play, there could be trouble. And then, you know, you got to you gotta bring up the MLB and Rob Manfred. Yeah. You might be thinking Rob Manfred. No. It's not Rob Manfred. No. It's no. Rob Manfred. And, um, you know, next next two series, bye-bye. Bye-bye. We are now six game. no, 12 games down. 12 games down. 12 games down. And, you know. They just keep coming. It's uh, it's sad. Dude. 150 game season has probably worked its way down to 80. Yeah, it just it just keeps dropping, and uh, I just had a nice catch with my pops in the backyard, a nice baseball toss. I mean, there's nothing better than it, especially father son. You know, yeah, it's just, just that's just it. That's just vintage. That's if that's the American dream right there, and uh, it's going away. You're and pissing you know, it down the toilet, Fred. Got that? Got that? You're ruining the sport. All right. Well, I, I turn your volume down before that, guys. I know I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. saying it after. I'm I'm sorry. Whatever. Hey, man, fraud. He just really gets us worked off, worked up over here at Dog Den, especially Jimmy. It's a really sad time. Hopefully, you know. Actually, I'm I'm honestly lost hope at this point. I just oh. there's there's probably not even gonna be a season. They're just gonna keep delaying it, and it's gonna be all over. And baseball is never gonna be. Known to mankind ever again. That's but that's track we're not, right now. We're not ending back to back podcasts on a solemn note. No. So, right, so you got something for me? The pastime's not gone. You gotta watch college baseball. I mean, this stuff's exciting. Yeah. I mean, this is this is this is basically, I would say, playoff baseball. Yep. All year round for college, and it's um college is getting real exciting. We see the electric. number one team in the country go down. Texas, Texas to Texas South, all that video gets me fired oh, yeah. up. Texas horns South horns down, down you know. Talk oh. your shiznit. Let's go. And then you have the you have Jose Altuve shaking his boot because you have the five four player from Ole Miss who stole three bags in a row. Takes so second. Fire. Realizes there's no one at third. Third baseman's coming over to check on the second base. He goes to third. Next thing you know, catcher's out of the mound. He takes home, and he's 5-4, and the place is going bananas. Bananas. This is it. Dog Den stamp of approval. Tune into some college baseball. Um, well, the MLB is a shit show. Well, I know what. 
I I say we start putting MLB games on ESPN Plus because Rob Manfred's so worried about profits. Yeah. All right. Screw that, dude. That's it, though. Dog that out. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. Take it easy.